Good morning. I hope everyone is doing well this Thursday. My name is Cheryl Stevens, and this is a recording for my Back to Living There's Life After Loss podcast. If you've not joined me before, welcome. If you're returning, um, thank you for coming back. Today, I want to talk about um, all of the spouse's things that are left. Um, what do you do with them? When do you go through them? Um, and that's kind of hard to answer. I know when I lost my dad, my mom couldn't even go in the bedroom or bathroom with everything around. She didn't want to see anything. Um, his medicines and his clothes, everything. She didn't want to see it. We, we went in and hid it. Um, hi, Jerry. Um, so... But there was other things, the closet and his wheelchair, um, the scooter, we hit everything. Um, it was it was hard to see those because they had been there so long. When I lost my husband, it was a little bit different. Um, he was a smoker, I am not. Um, and he'd smoked most of his life. And everything in my house smelled like smoke. And I've talked before about the one of my triggers are smells. And it was hard to sleep here. It was hard to cook. It was hard just to sit and do nothing because of the smell was so strong. It permeated everything. So um, I did wash some of his clothes to get the smoke smell out. I packed a lot of them up in bins. Um, I still have a bin of his blue jeans under my bed. Um, the medical supplies, the ones that could be donated, I donated them to a nursing home up the street, um, which he had ileostomy, so he had a lot of those supplies and they were extremely grateful to get those. So, um, I was glad I could help in that way. Um, the clothes that were good that, you know, my, they were different. Um, hi, Amy. Um, my son's different size than my husband was, so I donated them to, um, I don't remember, it was Salvation Army, I believe. I'm not sure, remember where I donated those. But, um, thank you. Um. So it's, it's, there's never a right way to get rid of your spouse's things. One thing I did is take a pair of my husband's jeans and a, one of his um, flannel shirts, because he wore flannel shirts over a t-shirt because he was always cold the last few years. And I made memory bears for my grandkids, uh, for each of the three that were here at the time. Um, for that Christmas, that, that helped. They, like my granddaughter always played with my husband's watch when she was little so I made a little band little buckle on it looked like a watch um, I think it was hers one of them uh, they always played with things in his pocket so I put a pocket on it one of them I put a belt on so it was just the same fabrics just different little little bears something for them to hold on to because the two oldest kind of remember Pop Pop, especially the oldest one. She I mean, she's only six now, but they still talk about him. And there's pictures around, and I, I want them to know about him. So, I did that. 
uh, earlier on for roses, um, I you can make beads out of the rose petals, and I tried to do that. I have them. I just need to polish them. Um, I was going to make something um, for each of the kids um, and his sisters out of those beads, and here it is two and a half years later, and I still haven't finished them. So I, I still have the beads, though. I don't know if I'm going to get that finished or not. So just know that there's you'll go through things in your own time. Like I said, it's been two and a half years and I can't throw away those jeans that are just sitting in that bucket. Um, in my building in the backyard, I have a um, bucket of flannel shirts. I, I can't get rid of those for some reason. Um, but other things, you know, like I said, he smoked, so I had to get rid of, of those things immediately. It, it's hard because if you see something out in front of you immediately, you're thinking about them and you go back into the grief and you just start all over every day at whatever you're looking at. So that's why I guess my mom and I did the same thing. We, everything out that was visible, that was specifically theirs, their medicines, their wheelchairs, their everything, we moved it so we couldn't see it. And that, that helped. Um, I know the hospice care for my husband. Um, I went in the backyard because my husband was home when he passed. Um, and I went in the backyard and I, I couldn't watch them take him off. I couldn't do that. So I was in the backyard. My sister was there with me um, when they left. But the hospice care was was so good and so caring. They removed all of his medicines, the wheelchair, the walker, the hospital bed, everything was gone when I came back in the house. And I didn't have to deal with that part of it. And it was very, very nice. Um, but like I said, you're not, you may not get rid of everything. I I don't know why I'm hang on, hanging on to those blue jeans and shirts, I guess, because Every time I touch them or hold them, it does bring back memories. Um, and you'll find something you want to hold on to. Um, my daughter had a pair of my dad's um, overalls and made the holder, I guess the base of her wedding bouquet, out of, out of some of his um, overalls. So there's a lot of things you can do um, for you and your children to help still keep them but in a different way like i said the memory bearers out of the jeans and the flannel um flannel shirts that's something that my grandkids hopefully will always have um i didn't make one for me i'm wishing i would have at times maybe i'll go back and do that um, but it's hard i know it's going to be hard um take your time if you can um I have a friend that lost her husband last year and she told me it's like throwing his life away. It doesn't have to be that way. Uh, yes, there's things you'll have to go through, papers and drawers and closets, and you'll find things that you'd forgotten about. But you don't have to do it right now. And you don't have to get rid of everything. Choose a few things that bring you good memories um, and 
can make a little box of those if you want to, or make pictures, uh, frame something and put it on the wall, or um, make a memory bear or a memory blanket out of some of the clothes if you want. But just know it doesn't have to be immediate. Um, I've got to put on my glasses to read here. Uh, hi, Amy. Yes, um, my dog is scratching at the door so bad, wanting in. Um, hi, Christy. Thank y'all for joining in. Um, Christy, I was talking about um, going through my husband's things and that I still have some of them. Um, and I don't know if I'll get rid of them. I'll probably end up making something out of them uh, that I can keep. Um, Amy, the memory bears, if you ever go to Kimberly's house, you'll, or Aaron's, you'll have to ask to see them. They're, they're really cute, I think. But, um, take your time. Pick the, pick and choose the things you want to keep. Um, and then the rest, there are many, many places, especially if you have things that nursing homes can use. They will take that stuff, um, because they have to buy that and it's a cost to them and especially some of the lower um, I know the one up the street from me um, is what took my husband's ileostomy supplies and they couldn't believe that I actually donated them um, they hugged my neck made me feel good to help someone else anyway if you're going through this right now um, if you want to talk message me I'll be glad to just sit and listen and tell you what I did with certain things. Um, if you would like to be interviewed, I would love to do that. Just message me and we'll set something up. And um, hang in there. It, it's, it will get better. And like I said, you don't have to do everything right now. Um, I have those clothes. They bring me... Memory, you know, memories. I have those beads I made out of the rose petals. Um, of course, there's pictures. There's little things that were his that when he was a kid he has that I will always keep. Um, but you don't have to keep everything and you don't have to get rid of everything. Pick and choose what you want. Um, if you need help making a shadow box or something, reach out to someone that does crafty things or reach out to me and I can probably tell you how to do that. So, um, I pray for you. I um, I know you're going through a rough time. It's still rough for me at times, but we'll get through it. We will get through it. So, thank you, Christy. Um, I will let you go. Uh, next week, we're probably, uh, I forgot what we were going to talk about next week, but I hope you tune in next Thursday uh, for the next segment. And we'll go through a different step that I've been through and probably still go through. Um, and I will see everyone next week. Again, this is Cheryl Stevens with the Back to Living podcast. And I hope to see you soon. If you uh, would like to get in touch with me, my um, email is champagnebeautybycheryl, and Cheryl with a C, at gmail.com. Um, my Instagram or Facebook page is Champagne Beauty by Cheryl. Reach out to me. I will be glad to talk to you. And I hope to uh, see you back next week. Thank you, everyone. <laughs>